Welcome to Valley Talk. I'm your host, Heather Stark, and I'm here with two very special guests. Morgan Henley, thank you for coming in. You've been in here before. My pleasure. It's a pleasure to be back. Yep, and you do your own show. I do. It is called The Jammies with Morgan Henley on yeah. Friday nights here on Valley 104.9 from 7 to 9 p.m. Anybody can listen, but it's more special if you're wearing your jammies. Exactly. I do it in my jammies sometimes, you yeah. know, when I'm feeling real, real into it. Yeah. Or it's if important. it's early morning when it's I record it. <laughs> and Morgan is here because he's the music guy. I'm I'm the talk person that talks about, I know a little bit about a lot of things, but not a lot about anything. There. That's so, good. Yeah, there, I got it. That I sums it. it up right there. Yeah, exactly. So, and our special guest, and the reason Morgan is here will be very clear in just a moment, we have a hometown boy. Is it all right if I call you that, Austin? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Ma'am, <laughs> like there you that. go. Southern. <laughs> Austin Jenks, a hometown boy who has made good. Welcome, Austin. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not like you've never been to Carnation Duval area before, right? No, I was just driving by Blake, so I was like, man, I got to go get some pizza. Yeah, or a grinder. <laughs> yeah. I got to get one of those once a week. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Uh, well, so I, I went to Tolt Middle School. I moved when I was in halfway through sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then we went to Cedar Crest High School. Uh, I ended up graduating from Western Washington University in Bellingham. Um, but yeah, I, I also grew up in North Bend, um, went to North Bend Elementary, and I went to Chief Canem for half of a year, and then we moved to Tolt. Wonderful. All over the valley. Yep, both the, the high and the low. I was, uh, so I've been doing a lot of work, you know, with, um, the North Bend Festival, Mount Si and, uh, Railroad Days and, you know, Upper Valley stuff, booking music for those festivals this summer. And, and I always find it funny when the people up there, the Upper Valley folk really think that you're from North Bend. Right. And they, they will not accept the fact that you went to high school at Cedar Crest. You spent more time down here. Yep. You are a North Bend product <laughs> and i keep trying to tell him like well, we're here you know, to set him straight we're you know, here to he's set actually him more from the lower valley i'd say but okay yeah. elementary school whatever you guys can take that that's yeah. fine well, he's from the whole valley yeah. there we yeah. go. They're, they're, you're big enough for all of us right <laughs> i guess so. we can share <laughs> so what is it that has happened in your career when, what year did you graduate from western washington i graduated in 2010 2002 I, uh, 10 Oh, 10. 2010, okay. yep. And I moved to Nashville shortly after that. I think by January 2012, I was living in Nashville, and I had taken a couple trips in 2011 and, um, you know, just trying to feel it out, figure out if we wanted to make the move. And my wife and I were dating at the time, and uh, I moved down there three months uh, ahead of her, and then she moved down. So Ah. Yeah. So why Nashville? Uh, it was kind of a, an interesting, uh, you know, place to try to build a career. I think I had a lot of friends and family that said, you got to go to Nashville, you know, and I had been to LA before. And at that point I'd never been to New York, but, uh, I think at the time I was just playing everywhere I could, uh, around the Seattle area and, um, trying to figure out how to make a living, pay my rent and some um, of us are still trying to figure that out (laughs) you know i mean i'm still trying to figure that out too but it was (laughs) it was just kind of like a uh an interesting uh way of going down there we my band rehearsed at a church actually up on the plateau uh or it's actually it's in bellevue it's called lake sam and uh i wasn't going to the church but my cousin was and it was a free place for us to practice and the sanctuary was named after a guy whose son was a manager in Nashville. And um, he was up here visiting family, and the pastor of the church said, you should come listen to this guy, you know. And so he came in one day, and we played a couple songs, and he said, yeah, well, you should come check out Nashville. Come for a week, and I'll introduce you to a couple people. You can you know, do a couple co-writing sessions, which I had never done that before. I'd only just jammed in garages and churches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was my, my first experience in Nashville for a week. And I came back and decided that I wanted to move. Wow. So that was your, that's when you knew this is my path. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Morgan, when did you first learn about Austin? Well, this would be, 
when was the first Brody Nation? How old were you? You were like 15. 15? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was telling people 16, so I guess it's not too far off. You don't, you um, don't have to reveal your age, and I for sure so, am not revealing my age. Okay? I'm proud. I'm 38. I'm there. Almost 40. Uh, so it was a Brody Nation music festival, which is one of the festivals that I produce in the Valley here, which is going on uh, July 18th and 20th. You can check out BrodyNation.com for yeah. more details. <laughs> There's my shameless that, plug. folks, is called a shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> uh, so I'd... Um, Brody Nation wasn't what it is now today. I mean, it was really um, kind of just still a local event. Mm -hmm. um, it was friends, you know, inviting friends. It was really uh, just a lot of Valley people and, and other people that they'd known and that I knew from the surrounding areas that came out. And it was pretty much just like a, a really big party with some music. And uh, somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody was like, hey, dude, have you uh, heard of Austin Jenks? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, he's, he's this really... He's this young kid, uh, young Valley kid, you know, he goes to Cedar Crest and he, he's got an incredible voice. You should check him out. So I reached out to Austin. I don't remember really how, but, yeah. but, uh, and I asked him, you know, if he'd be wanted, if he'd want to play Brody Nation and, and, uh, he came out and I had like a three in the afternoon spot on the main stage available or something like that. Yeah. Actually, we only did one stage back then. So on the, on the stage <laughs> and, uh, he came out in his, uh, board shorts flip-flops t-shirt and his yeah. guitar yeah <laughs> and, so uh, we already knew how to look the party oh at yeah 16. he was ready he was ready to go to a party on the river that's for sure we knew where he was going after the set i think it was through daniel Canelli. that's right that's how i think it was daniel Canelli and roughneck yeah yeah and uh so he came out and he had like a 30 45 minute set or something like that and you know that's a long time through, i think it was a 30 minute set something yeah. like that yeah but you know through the set uh more and more people started sitting down and I forget who I was sitting next to at the time, but we just kept kind of looking at each other like, wow, this guy is, this kid's incredible. He's got an incredible voice. And then what sold me was he played, in my opinion, the best song I ever wrote. And I'm sure Austin can probably agree with that. Mm -hmm. Simple Man by uh, Skeeter. Yeah. And uh, he played that and <laughs> there's actually a video on YouTube of it, of this moment at Brody Nation. And, uh, he can, he can hear me in the background just kind of blown away the whole time. And and after that, I've kind of, uh, I came up with the, the saying that I like to tell everybody from then on. I was like, yeah, you got to hear this boy. He's got a, he's got a voice of an angel. And uh, that was really the moment where I was sold on Austin. And uh, after that, I continued as my booking career, you know, getting different venues and branching out of the valley and booking other places. And uh, I've, you know, I always wanted to showcase Austin's talents wherever I could. You know, we got him uh, into Kirkland a few times there yep. at Lake Street and Waldo's, I believe. And yeah. Valhalla back in the day. And then Pete's Club, of course. And yeah. Then Austin, uh, you know, uh, acquired a band. Mm -hmm. The uh, Austin Jenks and the, the First Call. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The First Call. And he uh, he actually ended up headlining like the next six Brody Nations or something like that after yeah. that initial one. And those were uh, those were some wild, wild Brody Nations because so the whole valley came out to see Austin, you know, and it yeah. was it was very, it was really incredible. So was, was this when you were 16, that was like your big debut, or had you been playing other places before that? Um, you know, my, my dad played, and we would kind of do open mics like all around, you know, like Fremont and uh, – downtown of Bellevue Square had an open mic and um but really it was the first legit show you know that yeah. I ever played was uh was really right nation. There, you know? making dreams come true yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about my dreams later okay um we'll they don't, I'll give you a hint they don't involve a stage but maybe maybe I could be I could be flexible um so it's a pretty cool stage yeah so you just yeah. kept um, playing locally until when? When did you, you? How old were you when you decided to go to Nashville? Uh, at that point, I was 22, uh, 22, 23. I had just graduated from Western, and and I was uh, my wife and I had just started dating, which kind of helped me clean up my act, you know, because I was yeah, kind of in a crazy <laughs> time in my life. Too, yeah. Shout out to Brittany. Um, she told me to tell you hello, by the way. Hello um, back, the queen of the household. And that story is pretty hilarious. So uh, my aunt and uncle. Uh, 
went to my wife's parents' church growing, you know, growing up. And so we had met when we were in high school, but we were just kind of acquaintances at that point in time. And when I was about 22, you know, we, we kind of somehow, you know, met again, I think at a concert or something like that. And, um, decided to hang out. But the first time that we actually ever, we started dating, uh, at Brody Nation. Yeah. Uh, Man. So, oh, really? so yeah. So, so you know, Brody Nation has such a pivotal. And Morgan's sitting there all grinny. He's, yeah. he's, taking, <laughs> he's taking credit for this. He's taking credit yeah. for this, no man. Idea. It was in, like, July, you know, and, yeah. and so she They've came out to the July. show with a few of her friends, and uh, I think officially by September we were calling each other boy, boyfriend and girlfriend, but uh, I always remember that I think Brody I remember Nation. that, actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> I gotta say, you I have remember quite the you twang. two hanging out. Oh, right? do I? Yeah, I picked it up. You I've been in Nashville for eight years, so yeah. Uh, this January will be eight years. So. Yeah, but still, but. that's a heavy twang. Yeah. You, you. I mean, you, you definitely got, have adapted. You got to play the part, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty easily wing. influenced. Wait a minute, are you wearing cowboy boots? I gotta look. <laughs> no, they're no? red wings. Oh. But I have some at the house actually. I just got my first pair. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, oh, don't official. you love cowboy boots? I mean, you have to love Super cowboy Who doesn't love cowboy boots? You know? Austin's fully gone country now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It yeah. took a while. Well, again, I'm the neophyte here because I'm not, you know, the big music person that, mm-hmm. that Morgan is and that you are and everything. So I want to hear something. Can you play something? Yeah, I would love to play something. Okay. What are you? Tell us what you're going to play. I'm going to uh, play a song that's on my record coming out next week. It's called If You'd Been Around. your name I got your eyes I got some house I got some lies to this day I hate goodbyes Mama had to be bold soft and tough I tried her patience and I pressed my luck she hugged my neck busting my butt to settle me down If you'd been around Maybe I wouldn't have grown up so fast Wrecked my first car Or ever smoked grass Maybe I'd have lots of memories of you Not just pictures of someone I barely knew Oh, just so you know I'm doing okay road ain't been easy, but I found my way. Sometimes I think I might have turned out more like the man I've heard stories about if you'd been around. I learned how to punch from losing some fight. Value truth, owning up to some lies. Now I realize all of the time I was more lost than found. If you'd been around, maybe I wouldn't have raised so much hell. Spend more than I made or not in jail. Maybe I'd have lots of memories of you, not just pictures of someone I barely knew Oh, just so you know I'm doing alright Got a woman that loves me I made a good life But sometimes I think I might have turned out To be better than the man I am now You'd been around 
baby, we could be friends. We drank a beer and fish now and then. These are the things that I think about. I can almost imagine how it would have played out if you'd been around. You'd been around. What's up, everybody? <laughs> wow, that was impressive, Austin. That was really impressive. Um, That's an angel folks. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> But what came through my mind, because it's touching, I mean, it's, it's a very emotional thing. How much of your work is personal? How much of it do you get from other people's experiences? How, mu- how much of you is in that song? Uh, I'd say, I mean, that song in particular, a lot. Um, my dad died when I was 16, and uh, he struggled with depression, being bipolar, and um, he took his own life when I was 16. And... You know, I I had him for a lot of time in my life, uh, but there's a lot of things, you know, talking about like graduating high school and graduating from college, getting married, having a baby. Um, You know, it took me until I was an adult to figure out how to process those emotions. Um, And I co-wrote that with two other people, and it was a husband and wife, Tammy and Lynn. And Tammy lost her dad the same way when she was three years old. So, um but there's specific lines that that hit me more, you know, talking about fishing. You know, my dad and I grew up fishing a lot, uh, going to Rattlesnake Lake um, and going out to the San Juan Islands and stuff like that. And so um, there's, you know, I wrecked my first car right out here on, on 202 and rolled it into a, a field. I think they're going to put a, bullet, a big <laughs> billboard up there, aren't they? Uh, Where? On, on that route, where Austin too. crashed. Yeah, this is where Austin crashed. <laughs> yeah, someday, uh, someday. Yeah. But it's you know. I know it, they're raising money for it now. Yeah. <laughs> I I do some fundraising for that. Point. Yeah, I've always wanted a billboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you keep it up, buddy. You're gonna get one here in the valley. Yeah, that's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. You already got the key to Duval. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Does Duval have a key? Oh, they made one for Austin. All right. Yeah, I got All right. hanging on my wall. Yeah, that was last year at Summer Stage, right? Yeah. 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 I well, called it. Once Amy came up there, I was like, oh, man, they're giving him the key. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us about some of your other work that you've done. You know, because, again, again, I make no compo- – I'm, I'm not the music person, so I yeah. can't sit here and pretend that I've heard every word that you've written, note that you've sung, because I haven't. Yeah. So tell me. Tell me more about your work and, you know, how it's changed over the years since you lived here. Yeah. No, I mean, it's changed a lot. I I grew up kind of playing solo acoustic stuff, and then I was also in a lot of, like, rock bands. um, (laughs) More more bluesy type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just kind of bluesy, jammy type Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, bluesy jammy No pun intended. intended, (laughs) uh, The jammy. Yeah. That's why you played on it. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Over the years, especially after moving to Nashville, the reason, you know, at least in my mind, why I moved to Nashville was I heard that they would pay you to write songs, which was a crazy idea to me. And, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, I just graduated from college and wanted to figure out what I was going to do. And that's always been one of your strong well, suits too. Is writing? College. I want. What, you, what did you major in? Communications. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Public right. speaking, and uh, you know, also I minored in audio recording. Um, so I did a lot of. Um, you know, bringing bands in and just putting mics around and stuff like that and trying to... I'm going to do some research someday. My my theory is is that nobody actually uses their degree that they got in undergraduate <laughs> right? school. Right, no, Unless you're true. a CPA. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very true. Yeah. Uh, my wife actually doesn't have a degree. She went to college, or she went to Mexico and taught uh, at a school, but she never she never went to college. Yeah, so she has one of those degrees that you get from living life. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Life degree. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now she's a mommy. 
Yeah, exactly. And she's really good at it. How too. old is you? Yeah, you a boy or girl? Girl. She's, and how old is she? She's two and a half. Oh, that's that wonderful age where nature yeah. tricks you, and you think, "I like it, have a million of these things." And they're just <laughs> yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah. And then you get pregnant, and twenty minutes later, they turn into these little hellish monsters. Oh until yeah. They graduate from college. No. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was, watch that. I've okay? been nonstop <laughs> been thinking about that. You know, I. I uh, I never knew what kind of dad I was going to be, and it's like, I'm a pushover. I mean, anything she wants, I'm well, like, Well, that's because oh, yeah, she's a sure. girl. If the next one's <laughs> a boy, was... you're going to get, get a different type yeah. of experience, yeah. I think. I got a question along those lines. So you've been a musician for quite a while now. You know, you've been doing the musician gig and traveling, and, and yeah. you know, now you've lived in Nashville for a long time. How has becoming a husband and a father influenced your music and, and just life in general of trying to juggle both of them? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, man. It's changed. Um, I think a lot of the change actually probably hasn't even hit me yet. Mm -hmm. um, but in in all honesty, uh, I wasn't motivated, I think, in the ways that I probably should have been when I was younger mm -hmm. until I had, until we had Ravenna. Mm -hmm. um, it's a beautiful name, by the way, too. Yeah. Thanks, it? man. Um, Say it again. What's your name? Ravenna. Ravenna. Oh, it, cool. it it comes from a, a, another band that's mm -hmm. from uh, the Snoqualmie Valley called Al Qaeda Dickens. Yeah, they had a song called Ravenna, and I always thought it would be a really yeah. That just gave me the chills. Yeah, when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, but it's I mean it's been really amazing trying to figure out how to, um, you know how to focus my energy because mm -hmm. when she was born, uh, I just lost my first publishing deal and i just bought a new truck and i was so excited i wrecked you know backed it into a tree and uh needed some work done and and then found out we were pregnant and then found out that there was going to be no checks coming from the publishing company and uh so the baby was born about you know seven eight months later mm -hmm. and i still didn't have any income really and um so i just started booking shows because that's all i knew that's what, you know what to do, do. Yeah. and um for that first year, my wife would go to work at four in the morning and I would be up with the baby and then she would get off at noon so I could go write, you know, and uh, most of Nashville songwriters write from about 11 to three in the afternoon. So I'd have to ask people, like, do you mind starting an hour later, hour and a half later? And um, so I did that for about a year and then finally got another publishing deal. But um, but I went from being focused on writing songs for other people to when the baby was born realizing that i needed to be out there mm -hmm. like performing and putting out my own music um because i know that that's yeah. what i'm want to do and what i'm supposed what you're to, meant do. to do so, too yeah but it took took a while to really let that sink in let's talk about the new album yeah How man that? huh i'm sure i'm sure you're super stoked for it i'm pumped from I what i've heard it sounds very good <laughs> I've already listened to it too many times, man. Yeah, uh, we've we've been working on it for a couple of years at this point, you know, mm -hmm. and so um, spent like countless hours just in headphones, just listening to it over and over and over. And well, it seems uh, to me as well that you you have a, a very good management team behind you now. Yeah, right. Yeah, big time, man. Yeah. Um, it's actually my my old roommate from Nashville oh, cool. um, is my manager, and um, and then Olay is the company that I write for, but. Nice. Yeah, because you got some pretty big gigs coming up here. Crazy ones, yeah. man. So let's talk about a first Friday night CD release show at the Snoqualmie Casino. Yeah. When and is that? This Friday. This Friday. Yeah. Okay, 24th. well, we're not running the show till Sunday. That's true. So oh, you yeah. already had this show. Yeah, you already yeah. had the show. <laughs> so we had this yeah. show. It, it was, was great, awesome. too, wasn't it? Yeah. It just went, it went <laughs> by like that. Yeah. Okay. Forgot about that. That's awesome. But anyway, that's See, that's got, why they have me here, folks, because yeah. otherwise they just talk their music. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here raining them in. All right. How about These are uh, important details. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you are playing the Grand Old Opry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a dream come true. There's, I mean, I can't imagine how many musicians go their whole career without playing there. Yeah, I went and visited a couple of weeks ago, actually, and it was interesting because Aaron Lewis was playing, oh, and wow. uh, you know I grew up watching him play yeah. and listening and covering his, his songs. new album's fantastic. Um, but now, yeah, he's doing country music now, yeah. and um, so then there was a lot of other artists that played too, and we were just backstage. I played him a couple songs, and 
You know, no I was way. hoping maybe I'd I'd hurt I'd hear back in like six months or you know maybe I'd get to play the Opry and then like the next week they were like yeah you want to play on June fifteenth and uh, I was like yeah uh, it was actually that song was the one because uh, it's Father's Day weekend mm-hmm. um, and so they wanted to have me I'm playing three songs and that's incredible um, are you playing but, with Aaron no 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 no, no. Um, I don't know who else is playing yet I don't think they posted it but. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's gonna be interesting because I go to Montana, play a show, and then I fly to London, play my yeah. first show in London next week. Some country music festival. Ooh, right? Is uh, the Queen gonna be in the, the audience? No, she's definitely oh, not. On. I'm playing at Pizza Place. <laughs> oh, Pizza Place. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's yeah. This one is just a, like my first show, you know, and yeah. um, and then I'll be coming back. CMA Fest is happening uh, the first week of June, which is just a crazy thing downtown Nashville. Um, and then after the Opry, I'm coming back up here and playing two shows with Leonard Skinner and Bad Company. I double took when I, when I saw that online, it's, uh, July 26th and 27th. Yeah. And it'll be the one, there's one in Ridgefield, Washington, which is down by Portland. And then there's one at, uh, White River Amphitheater in Auburn. And so that has to be a dream come true for you, man. It's going to be crazy. The opening for Skinner. Yeah. And well, and I was like talking to my uncle, and they're like, who else is playing? And I was like, nobody's me, Bad Company, and yeah. Larry Skinner, which yeah. is just hilarious. Yeah. So it's amazing. Does your family get it? Uh, Well, I mean, the Nashville thing is really hard to explain just because, my, like, the first time my mom came down there, it kind of clicked for her because there's so many people there. I mean, 10,000 songwriters and, and guitar players, and, you know, just so many different people doing different things um and there's a lot of people in the writing community trying to write songs every day trying to get them placed in either in movies or film or with other artists um or doing their own thing as themselves as an artist you know and so when we went you know we went to dinner and we went by the store and she just saw how many people there were she was like oh i get it you know and she's always asking me when are you gonna be on the radio when are you going to be on the radio? When are you going to be on the radio? Well, now I, you are. I, now I Right here. Yeah. Hometown. I mean, old Opry Schmopley. You're yeah. now on Valley Radio. Yeah. <laughs> you have made it. I'm all about that. <laughs> so your mom's, did, did she move down or is she still local? No, she lives in North Bend. Okay. Yeah. So how often does she get down there to see you? She comes down three times a year yeah. or so. She, not to see me though, just to see my just daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see your, your daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where's the grandkid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have my first grandkid coming next month, and oh, so wow. I, I, you know, it's kind of weird for me yeah. because I don't, I don't, I don't know how you're supposed to feel about that. You know, I mean, I and everybody goes, oh, isn't it wonderful? I don't know. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed to? You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of kind of weird. Yeah, my yeah. my son's birthday is July. Um, my daughter's birthday is July 16th. My son's yeah. birthday is July 17th, and this baby is due July 13th. No way. So everybody's wow. kind of sitting there going, ah. Uh. Well, that'll be one big party in years to come, July. Yeah. And my daughter's going, I hope it doesn't come on my birthday. That's my special. And my son is going, it's not going to come on my special day. You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We either have to figure out some, some way to stand my daughter on her head or something. or <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that the baby isn't born on the 16th right. or the 17th. It'll yeah. just be the whole week, yeah. Yeah, birthday yeah, week. Exactly. Woo. But, okay, so what about the rest of your family? Um, my sister still lives here. She's actually pregnant right now. She's due first week of July. Oh, there uh, you go. There so, you go. Um, and then I have a lot of cousins. I actually have two cousins that live in Duval with their families, mm-hmm. um, their kids. And then I have uh, a bunch of aunt and uncles that live. You do know that in about... Eight years, Morgan, nine, ten years, you're going to get all these calls from all these nieces and nephews saying, Uncle Austin, my school is having a fundraiser. <laughs> well, believe it or not, birthday party. The, it's so funny and ironic that you say that because, uh, and it's not because of my cousins, but those two cousins I just said that live in Duval, they went to Eastlake High School, and tomorrow morning I'm playing at Eastlake High School <laughs> I told you. for I told an assembly because uh, they're having a party after the loss. <laughs> So tell me more about your music. I mean, obviously, I heard this piece, which is staggering. I mean, I, this, I think anybody, anybody who 
did not have a parent for whatever reason, which includes me. Um, wow. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, don't cry because it makes your nose funny and your eyes will turn around. You know. Sorry. But I mean, it, that is very, it, it was a very touching song. So tell me about the rest of your music. You know, I mean, is it all that touching or is it, you know, I mean, what, what is, tell me. That, that song in particular is very special. Um, I've been trying to figure out how to write a song like that for a long time and I've written a lot of other songs that are about my dad that mm. um, you know over the years I've played and, and kind of not forgotten but just kind of stopped playing and I've always mm. been searching for the one that I could say this is you know the dad song you know and that's mine you know but that's a good one um, I've heard a There's, lot of the music and that's it's a beautiful one buddy thank you man um but the, the you know the other songs on the album, some of them are a little bit more bluesy, some of them are a little more uh, southern rock. Um, there's one song in particular, it's the first song on the record that's a pretty like, I'd say it's the most modern sounding song out of them all. You know, it's mm-hmm. pretty big and loud and full band rocking. Um, and but lyrically, it's about me and my wife moving from here to Nashville, and it's called "We Made It," and uh, it's just like you know making the trip and trying to figure it out um one story i like to tell a lot is before we moved my my wife's you know parents are pastors and her dad took me out to eat and he was like i'm ordained you we can get you guys married this weekend you know and i was like 22 and i was like man i i i love your daughter and i want to get married but i gotta figure this music thing out and and he was like well we don't love you any less i just you know I had to speak you my piece, sinner. you know, yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> which it was a thing, you know, and it, it, but I, I was just trying to be like, it's cheaper, you know, it's, it just makes more sense, and, yeah. um, but. Let's do one thing at a time, huh? Here yeah, <laughs> but what's so crazy is just how things come full circle, because they were living here, and then they moved to Iowa, and then now they live in Nashville, and so. Oh, really? The fact that I can come out here and travel for weeks on end, my wife still has a full-time job, you know, our, our daughter gets to go be with her parents during the day you know and that there's no way we could afford to do all of this you know um without them you know and so people always ask you know what's your family you know think Mm -hmm. of you doing all this you know and i'm very lucky to have that kind of support well Um, and you're well on your way to stardom i don't think that's an exaggeration and we read so much and we see so much you know chaotic family life for people who pursue pursue careers in music yeah. or in acting or whatever you yeah. know i i think that that must be really tough yeah. to keep those priorities for family um when you're in that business yeah mm-hmm. oh big time i mean i think about it all the time and i mean even that song in particular it's very easy to flip that around and think about myself being gone while my daughter's growing up and mm-hmm. so uh it's something that i don't <clears throat> take lightly at all and uh, you know, we, we send videos back and forth all day long. There's luckily technology to do that. Um, but but musically, I mean, I, I've just always tried to write what I feel. And before I moved to Nashville, that was a lot more stylistic in what I was grow- like grew up listening to. I grew up listening to like Bon Iver and um, a lot of indie rock bands. And the reason that I've, you know, looking, if I were to tell my story of why I moved um, and what I think came of it you know is i in seattle in particular i never felt like i was uh necessarily the cool kid you know like i never (laughs) felt like i i really could excel enough creatively to stand out because there's Mm -hmm. so many amazingly like talented and different uh artistic musicians in this area there's a lot of different genres um and i always felt like i you know i listened to a lot of classic rock but i didn't grow up listening to country at all i mean my mom had a garth brooks album but that was it and so i I listened to a lot of tom petty and leonard skinner and steve miller um just classic rock and uh so when i got to nashville it was the opposite i was i was the kind of different guy that wasn't very commercial um and lyrically i would come up with ideas in the room and people would be like man that's so cool but i have no idea what you're talking about you know (laughs) like that's just kind of the music that i came from it was more uh, emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, it's taken me a while to just figure out how to say what I want to say. But and this is, this is your way to album, say it, right? I mean, yeah. this is your niche now. You're comfortable with this yeah. being your genre. And oh yeah. 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 I've, I've, it's helped me kind of just like weed through 
my own story you know in this album if you grew up like i did it, it covers you know every aspect of my story of growing up and, and becoming an adult which i finally feel like an adult at 31 and, and mm-hmm. i i feel my age for the first time in my life i was always that kid that was like hung out with people that were older than me mm-hmm. and people always say i was an old soul you know and now i'm like all right i'm good i'll be 31 i could be 31 forever that feels good to me <laughs> i kind of remember being 31. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> i remember well, those days well i'll tell you a little secret about those cool kids yeah. Those cool kids, by the time they're your age, they're selling cars and insurance. <laughs> and they got the little pot belly. There's it's nothing much wrong better. With that. It is much better to become the cool man than the cool kid. <laughs> Don't you think, Morgan? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've watched Austin's career for, I guess, since day one, since it started at Brody Nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And just watching him and following it has just been incredible. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be more happy for, uh, for him Thank and you, his man. family and seeing all these great strides in your career and life is just amazing thank you very much so man. it's a beautiful tell thing. me more about the album um when is it coming out and what's the label and where can people find it it's coming out may 31st and you'll be able to get that you know apple music spotify all that stuff and then we also have cds and we also have vinyl and really? yeah oh, cool. so you can go to my website austinjenks.com for all that stuff um you gotta get me a vinyl bro yeah dude I, we got a thousand of them which uh, i don't know how we're gonna get rid of them but. i'll take one. <laughs> oh, but i thought that was the big thing now is to get i got a vinyl player player i finally got one it's amazing vinyl is just incredible yeah it's the sound so and everything good. is unreal yeah i love it yeah yeah, yeah we we just uh Actually, I'm waiting on the shipment still right now, um, so it's almost here. Uh, I think it's in New Jersey right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's coming out May 31st, and it has nine songs. We recorded 15 and took the other six off. We're saving them for later. There you go. Well, you're uh, going to play a couple more for us. Six songs, yeah. EPs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Why don't we do that right now? We'll take a little break and we'll play your, one of the next songs that you're going to share with us. And I can't wait to hear it. And I'll go gra- grab my Kleenex. All right. Okay? <laughs> go ahead and get set up and we'll go stand by to listen. Okay? All righty. Tuesday night spaghetti dinners. Mama said grace. Daddy did a whiskey shot. Up in your room learning Skinner and Hendrix on a cheap guitar. Windows open, smoking pipe. Somehow you got a chemistry test You ain't gonna pass A whole lot's changed But really nothing's changed Looking back Ain't life just like high school Sometimes Probably sitting in the back Of a cafeteria by yourself Feeling like a fast girl If you grew up in a small town in a big world like I did, if you grew up like I did, was it dirt roads that you lived for on a Friday night? A Texaco rose walking up to her front door. Was it parking lots of freedom and bush lights? Knowing that the way you felt was the way you never felt before. That summer before your senior year, you lost a damn good friend. Finally on a Sunday morning, you learned how to say Girl, the math nerd, the fat kid. 
I never thought I'd like a song called Fat Kid. <laughs> it is an interesting title. Yeah, yeah, it I is. played it on the jammies, actually, last week. That's yeah, awesome. Did you? Yeah. i got to start getting pajamas so I can listen to your yeah. show, Morgan. I play Austin quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I like uh, going back old school Yeah. to Austin Jenks in the first call. That's super cool. Beautiful man. Girl is one of my favorite songs of all time that you did. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. I, I play mean, it at uh, Pete's Club, too, when I'm working. Really? I'll throw your album on every once in a while. People, so people awesome, come over man. and they're like, oh, is this Austin? This is Austin James. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Supporting the local boy. Dude, yeah. Thank you. Well, that, you know, I mean, he's. I think he's kind of gone beyond the local boy, though. Yeah, but everybody's, you know, super proud of him. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many people. Well, I told you they're taking up the collection they for that billboard where he had his first media car and... right now. I mean, I I saw a jar at the True Value. They're they're collecting coins for that billboard where you had your first car. <laughs> Yeah. I think we should start that actually. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I wish I would have had it back then because I only had the car for three days and I forgot to put it in new my the car in my name for insurance. Ooh. And so I just lost the whole thing and mm-hmm. it was it was horrible. How old were you? Uh I was seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. I Ooh. fell asleep. It was it was not good. We're not going to ask why you fell asleep. No, I was just tired. I put a new sound system in it, and I put new subwoofers in the back, and and you know it was going to be really yeah. cool. And, yeah, that's an expensive uh, lesson. I got yeah. subs in my car. Oh yeah, thirty eight years old with subs in my car. Bumping, it's amazing. Dude. <laughs> it takes me back to high school. I listen to books on tape a lot. Okay. Yeah. Actually, sometimes it hurts my ears. <laughs> and like I'll have to listen to music without bass, you know, like a solo acoustic song. Yeah. Because my old ears will start hurting. Yeah. And I think to myself, I'm like, I don't know if I should have bumps in my trunk anymore. I might be too old for this. <laughs> yes, there, there's a certain grace in recognizing your limitations. Well, I got I wear yeah. earplugs at my shows now. Yeah. Because really? I finally Smart. realized that I've been doing this music thing for so long that my yeah. ears, I think, have taken a toll. Tinnitus. Yeah, but I that's smart. I mean, well. look at all the old rockers that are like, hey, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't want to end up like that. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm a talent buyer, so my ears are kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be able to hear the talent. Uh, do you're a talent buyer. I have to develop a talent, maybe. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can get me work here. <laughs> oh, you're definitely talented. We're, we're seeing it right now. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. And the world is beating a path to my door as we speak. So, maybe, maybe I should go move to Nashville. What speaking do you of talent, <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for us. So you talked about meeting Aaron Lewis, right? Yeah. And I've wondered this before, kind of actually in your situation, I've wondered. So you've, you've, I'm imagining you've met quite a few famous musicians yeah. in, in your travels. Do you, is it hard for you not to fanboy out sometimes? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You got to oh, yeah. like act professional, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. I, but I mean, really inside, you're just, oh my God. I always try it mentally to prepare myself, you know, because mm-hmm. I just don't want to say anything too crazy. But at the same time, it's it's important that you be yourself. So I've yeah. just learned to kind of just like, I'm probably going to say something dumb and yeah. and that's okay, you know. But mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, on The Voice in particular, that was really hyped up because there's mm-hmm. all the cameras and the hair and makeup yeah. and all that stuff. And so they have a, the surprise coach and our surprise coach was Cher. And so we're like standing there behind a door you know, and you don't know who it's going to be. 
and so you walk in and like i i didn't know what to say i was kind yeah. of dumbfounded i was like i think i remember seeing that and that's share hi share i'm austin you know and it's like she ended up being super cool yeah. uh but it was i was kind of freaking out in my head who know? else have you met in your musical travels that was just uh, mind-blowing for you steven tyler Oh, wow. That was really cool. I didn't really talk to him, but mm -hmm. I was just standing next to him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that's Steve Ty. He smells really good. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that from somebody. He wears like all sorts of extravagant smells. Uh, Usain Bolt. Oh, no uh, way. Yeah. Fastest man in the world? Yeah, I got to take a picture with him. That was really cool. Did you challenge uh, him to a foot race? No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. That's something stupid I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who else have you met? I don't really know. I mean, trying to think random, you know, obviously the voice people, you know, mm -hmm. Adam Levine, I actually got to spend a good chunk of time with, and that was pretty cool because we got to jam uh, oh, yeah? on the voice finale. They had a big party in downtown mm -hmm. LA, and uh, it was pretty hilarious, actually. So he was, he likes to play drums, even though he's usually front man, but... Yeah. So he was like jamming out. We were playing like uh, the Joker by Steve Miller. Oh, really? And uh, then he wanted to switch, but I can't play drums. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh, now you come." And I went over there, and then the producer from the show came up and go, "Okay, guys, we're done." Because <laughs> <laughs> I cannot play drums. <laughs> That's awesome. So. so did you meet any? And you don't have to reveal a name that you thought, "Oh, this guy is just really not nice." Uh, on the you know on the voice. You know, th there was a lot of time where you're around people. And so I think we were sequestered to the hotel for about nine months total. We we had to, we could go home, you know, in between when they were doing the taping and the live shows. But um, Christina Aguilera, you know, I had been around her for months and close as we are right now yeah. and never talked to her. So by the end, it was like the week that I got voted off the show. I kind of had a feeling in my gut that it was coming. Uh, and so I just wanted to make sure that I left on a good note, you know? And so I was sitting next to her and I just said, Hey, uh, you're so talented. It's been so great working with you. Um, thank you. And I put my hand out and she just looked at my hand and went, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh and and CeeLo Green was sitting right over here and he just looked at me and started laughing. It was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, wow. Um, but she, for some reason, I don't know, didn't like me. I, I can imagine her being like that for some reason. Huh. But, uh, Interesting. But, wow. yeah, I mean, I think it could have been that she was having one of those days. Or know, the but... fact that she's been famous since she was tiny. I, yeah, I have, really, I have no idea. Really well, know you know, you've got to gotta realize that probably for so many of those people, even if they were older when they got, you know, I mean, it, it becomes its own world, yeah. you know, after a number Well, she of was years, a, like yeah. a teeny pop star right oh yeah, yeah. the mickey so, mouse clothes. yeah so she's, she's grown up she's, famous yeah. her whole she's life yeah. one, she's not one of the ones that just became famous though i mean I, she's one of the most talented oh she's super talented ever been for sure she's got one of the best voices of all time probably yeah hey guys this is where i get to be the bad guy because okay. i'm looking at the clock and i'm going if we want to hear at least one more song that you have for us all right so let's get that in and then we're gonna have to wrap it up so we'll be right back after this Big black throttles, Marlboros if you wanna go on and take a drag. Little taste of freedom, little small town dreaming. No need to preach, no need to shout. We believe in American nights, one headlight, cutting down Main Street in the dark. Muscle shows and muscle cars. Cutting down Main Street 
Welcome back. That was American Nights with our guest, Austin uh, Jenks. And thank you so much for that, Austin. What's the story behind that one? Um, so that was the first cut that I ever had. Uh, an artist named Lee Bryce recorded it, put it on his record, and he's a country artist. Um, and then another artist named Morgan Wallen, who's having a lot of success right now. Yeah, I like that guy. Um, he, he cut it on his first EP, too. We have the same name. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is pretty cool. Yeah. That's not influencing you, though, right? All this he's got a mullet, though. So he's oh, I even like him more. Yeah. I used to have a mullet. Yeah, everybody used to have a mullet, didn't they? Yeah, mine was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> what, what did they used to call it? The, the business in the front, party in the back? Mine was, mine was, a faux, awesome. mine was called a faux mole because I had a faux, a faux hawk into a mullet with shaved sides and Bosworth stripes on the side. Dude. You might remember that. It was yeah. I had it at the first PWI Fest we did yeah. at Cook's Farm. Yeah, when floater well, we, came we need down. to get some yeah. of those photos, guys. Get those up. Oh, I'll show you photos. It's good. Austin, it has been a real kick talking with you, it's and been it's really awesome. been nice to meet you a little bit. And if you want to shake my hand, that would be fine. I would love to do um, that. Thank you. <laughs> I want you to come back. Promise you'll come back. All right, I will okay? come back. And and I want you to come back in October. I and you're a big enough clout now. You can you can tell those guys in in Nashville that no, I got sorry, gotta be. For well, the that's Valley not really Mile the way it 4. works. But. Um, auction in October. You know? Yeah. So you could. You well, we're we're it. we're gonna talk about something, right? Yeah. A little pop-up show somewhere or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I okay. definitely want And then we got to talk about uh, Brody Nation getting you back 2020. Dude, that'd be nuts, man. Yeah. That'd be super okay. crazy. Yeah, dude. All right. We're going to keep you, uh, <laughs> listeners on pins and needles while we work out all these details, but we're going to get him back. We're not going to let him go that easily. Austin, thank you so much <laughs> yeah, thank for you, spending buddy. so much time with us. And thank you for sharing some of your music. And again, that album is available What's the website? May 31st, and it's uh, www.austinjenks.com. Okay. Morgan, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Heather. It's my pleasure. You know your Thank music? Thank you, buddy. And awesome. I learned a lot. Yes, sir. Oh, they're shaking it's hands, pleasure folks. to see you, buddy. They're shaking hands. Okay. It's a pleasure to interview. I never thought 10 years ago that we would be sitting here on Valley 104.9, the local Snoqualmie Valley radio station, doing an interview. Oh, that's awesome, man. It's crazy. See how the world it's, develops it's world. around you. It, the it world just, is more you know, and more interesting to me every day. Beats a yeah. path to your door. And yeah. we need to go. All right. Thanks All right. so much, Austin. Thank you, Morgan. And thank, thank you, you for listening to Valley Talk. We're going to be here again next week. <laughs>